What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the heart season of the Heart, Mind, and Soul podcast. I'm your host, Camille Marty, and welcome back, guys. I hope you all liked last week's episode. It got a lot of really positive feedback, and I was super surprised by that and super appreciative of that. Respecting myself has always been a constant battle within you know, my friend groups, my love life, my own self and my own self value and things like that. And I think it all stems from respecting yourself, how you see yourself and how you see others and how other people see you. And so we had a really long conversation about that. That conversation was probably over an hour and a half ish. And I edited it down to about 30 minutes. So again, if you guys really want to listen to me in a Dante talk about some stuff like that for, you know, a while and just hear our thoughts on it, then please let me know. I would love to hear your feedback on that. Um, like I said, a lot of people really resonated with that and it made me feel happy about the podcast and how it was a common thing for people and something that a lot of people struggle with because honestly, you know, more than anything, I think this podcast at least gives somebody a voice that may have a similar struggle than you do. And if you have a similar struggle that I do, then not only do I feel validated in that struggle and I feel like I'm not nearly as alone as I thought I was, but also you may feel that way because I'm speaking about it on a podcast and to the world, you know, and multiple people, you know, told me like, oh, I resonate with that so much. And I feel like I really struggle with that too. And that's not just for last week's podcast, but also previous podcasts. And so it's nice to hear that because it feels like it's not the world crumbling down around me because I'm a terrible person because I can't respect myself. It's just like, well, this is a common thing. Let's go to the bottom of, you know, why this is the way that it is and why we are the way that we are and how we can change that and stuff like that. And so that's really the end goal of this podcast is to bring awareness to this stuff and hope that we can all collectively learn how to navigate, you know, life a little bit easier and in that, you know, respecting yourself and, and this week's podcast, which (laughs) what a great segue It is about the 10 traits of healthy relationships. So let me just start off by giving a disclaimer and saying that these are all going to relate to romantic and platonic. I know this season is about heart and protecting your heart. And a lot of people think that it's just going to be about relationships and your love life and stuff like that, which it is. It's going to have a lot of conversations about that. But I really, really want to focus on the fact that we're trying to make our heart whole. We are trying to work on our heart. We're trying to find our perfect balance of directing our emotion, our desires, and figuring out our direction in our life. And those are the three adjectives that I use to describe heart was direction, emotion, and desire. And so figuring out what your heart needs and the direction that it's going in and how to really help yourself to be protected and to be safe and to keep your heart, you know, to keep it safe, to keep your heart, you know, protected and to help you to have great relationships in your life. And so this is 10 traits of healthy relationships. And when we talk about these, I really want you to just keep in mind people that in your life that have these traits or maybe a relationship that you currently have that you want to know, you know, I don't really know if this is just a healthy relationship. I don't know if I'm just caught up in the emotion of it. And, you know, I don't know if I'm caught up in who this person is and the attraction that I have towards them or just who this person is, you know, within the community. Maybe this person is very popular, you know, or maybe this person has just something about 
themselves that make them seem interesting to you. And so you'd gravitate towards that, which is totally fine. That's how a lot of people meet. But sometimes you can hang on to that just a little bit longer than you need to. And so I really want you to listen to these traits of a healthy relationship and try to figure out if the relationship that you are in or that you're questioning is a healthy relationship. And maybe it's a relationship that you just got out of and you want to like see maybe that relationship was right. Maybe that was a healthy relationship and something just a miscommunication happened that caused us to break up. Or maybe it really wasn't something that I should have been in and I should listen to these and try to find something that is a healthy relationship. And so the first healthy relationship trait is that they challenge you. And they get you out of your comfort zone. They push you to do things that you want to do. Keyword that you want to do. They push you to do things that you want to do. I don't mean challenge you like crossing any sort of boundaries or, you know, making you feel uncomfortable. Somebody getting you out of your comfort zone versus making you uncomfortable. I know those are sometimes used interchangeably, but to me, they're very two very different things. My comfort zone could be my little complacent corner in my life of just doing what I want to do. But getting myself out of my comfort zone is somebody challenging me, someone, you know, knowing, okay, you got it. I I believe in you. I think you got it. You push yourself and I'm going to challenge you to do this. Making you uncomfortable is crossing a boundary and crossing some of those non-negotiables. So you want somebody who's going to challenge you, but not cross those boundaries. Another thing that somebody who challenges you does is that they reinforce the courage within you. That's really the great part about challenging somebody is that they they're reinforcing what you already have within you and saying you know yes I believe you can do that I think you can do it you got and then you have the courage within you and they reinforce that the second thing that I think healthy traits show is that they value you they value your time your energy your money your morals whatever it is A lot of toxic relationships take advantage of those things and don't appreciate or value those. Think about it within a friendship. If someone doesn't value your time and your energy and your money and your morals, they're going to consistently push you and take advantage of those things in your life. If somebody in a romantic relationship doesn't value you, then they're going to continue to push and take advantage of your love for them, your caring for them, you know, your desire for them to be happy, your desire to support them, your desire, you know, and continuously, continuously take advantage of your kindness and your love towards them. Somebody who values you will take that support, will take that if they need that, will take, you know, will allow a gift to be given to them for sure, but they value it so much higher than someone. If someone doesn't value that, then it's just, you know, it's just whatever to them. But somebody who values that is so appreciative of the effort and time that you give. And that's what makes a relationship bond really work and makes love really be consistent reinforced within a relationship is that someone gives something and the other person values it and appreciates it and is super thankful for it. And then eventually they pay that, you know, back for them. They give that time, energy, money, whatever it is to that person. And then the other person mutually values it back. And so it has to be a mutual, you know, value for each other. The third thing is that they respect you. And this goes back to obviously last week, we talked tons and tons and tons over and over about all the respect that is needed in a relationship, but trust and respect go hand in hand. And so I'll put these in the same category. They trust you that you will make sound decisions, but they're always there to counsel you. They respect who you are. 
and they trust you to make good decisions for your life. A lot of toxic relationships will have one person who is significantly more controlling and they make kind of all the decisions in that relationship. And again, I say friendship and relationship. All these I intentionally made where it could be friendship and relationship because friendships are a huge, huge, huge deal. And I think a lot of times people feel used and abused within a friendship as as much as a relationship just because of how friendships aren't nearly as valued sometimes as relationships and someone doesn't put nearly as much effort into friendships as you are in a relationship and that's just simply because of the single-mindedness of a of a relationship when you're in a relationship you're only in a relationship with one person but when you're in a friendship you're in a friendship with multiple people so sometimes it feels like the effort and the value and the respect, you know, is just thin and hard to come by. But in reality, good friendships, you don't have to be necessarily bombarding them with all this love and respect and, you know, all this stuff. But when they do talk to you, when they do spend time with you, then you can tell that they truly do love and respect you and value you. And so somebody who respects you will trust you to make good decisions for your life, but they're always there, you know, for you to counsel them and be your support system. The fourth one is empathetic. You really, really want somebody to be able to see life from your perspective and allow themselves to be your support system. Your support system within your own life is your relationships. And if they are not willing to be that for you, then you need to find more supportive and empathetic friendships. And so support system, when people say, oh, you know, lean on your support system, who is that? Is it your family? Is it your friends? Is it your relationship? Whoever it is, but it, a lot of times it is friends and and you know significant others, and so your support system needs to be there for you. And by being there for you, they need to be able to see life from your perspective and really feel those emotions with you and be willing to help you within those. Somebody who's somebody who's empathetic, somebody who can really, you know tune into the relationship and the emotions that you have. Some people aren't nearly as empathetic as others, but at least that effort and that desire to be empathetic is really does go a long way. The fifth one is that they have positive common interests. This correlates with support because even if you don't have the same exact interest, but you want your friends or partner to be supportive. So you want your friends and partner to be supported and they, you want them to be positive towards your interests, and the same thing with you back at them. You want to, you know, necessarily, you might not necessarily love every single one of their interests, but at least you're going to be supportive and positive towards the fact that they like something and that they have interests. Having things in common is a huge part of relationships. And for me, you know, in any relationship that I have, I want someone in my life who has a love for God and has a love for the things of God. And for us to challenge each other and to help each other to find common ground. And that goes for a lot of different things in life. When you have somebody who doesn't really have that much in common with you, but again, you're leaning on the reason that you guys became friends or in a relationship or whatever, you know, most of the time when things like this, if you guys don't have common ground, you're never going to really continue on to have a serious relationship but in friendships a lot of times people like I said stay in that friendship because they have a specific draw to the nature of that person or the characteristics of their personality but they don't necessarily feel like they have any common ground with them and so a healthy relationship finds that common ground supports that common ground you know works on 
figuring out what is the common ground and having those interests and challenging each other within those interests. The sixth one is they listen. A huge thing about relationships, but something that can be commonly forgotten is someone who truly listens to you. Not just about your complaints and your struggles, but also your passions, your interests, and your feelings. They don't just wait for a chance to speak or ignore you while you're talking, but they truly, truly listen. If you don't feel like you're that great of a listener, I challenge you to practice by looking at people when they talk to you and when you talk to them and actively engaging yourself in conversation. I cannot tell you how nice it is to feel like I can call up a friend that I truly do love and respect and have them listen to me, listen to what I have to say that like truly feel like they can talk to me and I have something to say and they listen, they listen to what I have to say. They give me feedback. You know, obviously if you don't listen to somebody's conversation that you don't really have much of a relationship. And sometimes when you get, you know, deep in a relationship, sometimes you feel like listening is kind of just a routine. Like, oh, I have to listen to this person, you know, 15 minutes down the road. And now they're all set and they're all, they feel fine for the rest of the day. I'm just gonna, you know, whatever. And I'm talking more about, you know, romantic relationships or even just catching up with friends. It's just like, oh, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm going to work, you know, whatever. But truly like listening to that person and, and trying to decipher, you know, making sure they're okay, making sure they're, you know, loved and cared for and, you know, feeling good about themselves. And the same thing with you calling somebody up and you know when you talk to them just make sure you're listening to them no matter how long it is you know it's kind of like a waste of time if you don't I know people I know a lot of people who aren't that great of listeners and I don't fault them for it because it's not something that's super commonly talked about or practiced is just how to be a good listener and I I find myself sometimes not being that great of a listener either but when I do listen to somebody and when I take the time to really just engage myself in that conversation you can learn so 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 much about somebody and so when you're looking for somebody to be friends with or maybe you have a little bit of an issue with somebody and you want to resolve it and you're trying to figure out where the actual source of this issue comes from maybe it could be that they don't really listen to you when you talk not necessarily in a mean or negative way but they just kind of have a routine of talking to you without truly listening and so if you have a little bit of an issue with communication with them then maybe you should talk to them about listening and trying to say like hey I don't feel like you're listening to me when I talk to you and just having that conversation and that goes to the next one which is clear communication which is so, so, so important in a relationship to listen and feel like you are being heard. This goes back to trust as well. You trust and value that person to listen and to hear their opinions and feelings. And you or the other person trust that person enough to be able to come to them with issues and to feel they are going to talk to you about it and take it as it is and not turn it into anything that's not clear, clear communication is so key within a relationship just because if you don't have communication, then you really can't resolve any of the issues that you guys have and I'm saying I noticed how within this entire podcast episode I've not mentioned not once that they don't have conflict that you don't disagree that you're not going to have issues that you're you know sometimes you don't find common ground sometimes you you know you know someone challenges you just a little too much or they do something bad or whatever they say a rude comment that hurts you a little bit but clear clear communication fixes 90 
99.9% of issues within our relationship. It's just being clear and honest with somebody. And that again brings us to the next one, which is they are honest. This right here is something that I would think, you know, is a given in most people's lives, but surprisingly, it really isn't. I'm talking about being honest about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be honest with yourself and with the other person in a relationship. Nothing good ever came from lying. These are, I wrote down like a little bit of a sentence basically for each section of this um, 10 things that healthy relationships or 10 traits that healthy relationships show. But honesty is such a big deal. And it goes back to that communication because fake communication is not, it really isn't. Fake communication looks like dishonesty, not listening, and not really resolving what you need you know, in a relationship. And that comes from immaturity. That comes from not having a lot of relationships, but something that is really, really, really like can fix again, 99.9% of relationships can be fixed by clear communication. And that has so much to do with being honest and within a relationship. And that again is talking about friends as well. Like, Hey, you know, this happened and this, this situation went down and honestly, like this is what happened and I'm sorry. And, you know, figure it out, whatever it is. Hey, clear communication. Hey, you said this and it really did hurt me in some way. And maybe I'm just being dramatic. Maybe I'm, you know, whatever. I just, I just wanted you to let, I just wanted to let you know how your comment made me feel. And they very well could be like, I'm so sorry. You know, honestly, I did not mean it that way. I meant it like this honesty on both ends, clear communication on both ends, listening on both ends. Then that, that issue can be so well resolved in a good, healthy relationship is shown mainly by how issues get resolved within that relationship. If that honesty, that listening, that clear communication comes forth and both parties are giving 100% to that, giving that 100% equal effort within that relationship, that shows a lot about our relationship and how well that it will work out. So, and that, and again, that's what I mean for friendships as well. You can't be friends with somebody that you lie to. You can't be friends with somebody that lies to you, that fabricates the truth. You can't be friends with somebody who resents you because they don't come to you with their issues or somebody who you don't trust enough to talk to you about, talk to them about something that really is bothering you. You know, that, that relationship is not going to last very long. The next one is that they are thoughtful. Again, these are traits of a healthy relationship, a thoughtful person. You can't be thoughtful if you don't trust and respect and listen to your friends or partner. Thoughtfulness can be shown in so, so, so many ways. A common one for relationships is love languages. Knowing their love language and being intentional about it. Keyword intentional. Thoughtfulness and intentionality are two, you know, intertwining things. To be thoughtful for somebody and to show that you're being thoughtful and to do things for them is you ha- it takes lots of intentional effort. I'm going to show that I really truly appreciate this person by doing this thing. And it doesn't ta- it doesn't have to take much, you know. Lo- a lot of love languages are pretty simple, you know, words of affirmation, write them a thank you note or a text or whatever and just say, "Hey, like I really do appreciate you." for, you know, the person that you are or quality time, go spend an evening with them, but be intentional about it. 
you know, a thoughtful person is, is so, so, so key and so important within your life. You know, having a really thoughtful friend is so awesome. It's so cool to just have somebody be there for you and really just say, Hey, like, I'm thinking about you today, you know, texting that and just saying like, if you need anything, let me know. That is so thoughtful. That really just shows how much that person cares about you and how much that person loves you and shows just that all those things, that respect, that value, it does show that, you know, you can think those things, but if you don't show it, then it's hard for, for that person to, you know, see that. All right. The next one is that they respect your independence and privacy. And this could be a touchy one for some people who are in relationships because a lot of times once you feel like you're in a relationship, you think that, you know, that person is mine. I'm in a relationship with that person. You know, uh, they don't really necessarily deserve privacy. And to me, I disagree with that. There's a lot of times that, you know, I think that if you're not married to somebody, then they're not yours. You know, the you, you are with that person. You love that person. You care for them. Loyalty is a humongous part of a relationship. You must be loyal, but, and you must trust the other person. But within that trust, you also need to show that person privacy and independence and let them be their own person. You aren't, you, you are not, you know, that person's girlfriend. You don't own them. They don't own you. You are an independent human being sending with a friendship, you know, Hey, I want to have a night alone where I just chill and hang out and don't talk to you tonight. And like, I know friendships can get really close like that. And sometimes it's like, what do you want to just like hang out? Oh my gosh. Like, let's hang out. And it's like, no, I want to be independent today. And you really want somebody in your life that will respect that. A healthy relationships respects. This is, this is important because when I talk about independence and privacy, I'm also talking about your independent values and boundaries and healthy relationships respect those non-negotiables and those boundaries that you put in place in your life. And they do not push them. Some relationships go as far as reinforcing those things within you when you doubt them yourself. Maybe a friendship will see you, you know, a little bit wavery on a boundary that you know that they that's important to them whenever they get in a relationship with somebody. A good friend will call that out in you and a good friend will reinforce you and say, hey, you know, this is a non-negotiable for you. You've made that clear to me. You've made that clear to yourself. And I see you compromising that a little bit with this other relationship that you have with this, you know, person that you really care for in your life. And I just want, you know, let's have a conversation about that. And it doesn't have to be that formal. I mean, obviously, if you're friends with this person, you say, hey, girl, like, why are you doing this when you told me that, you know, that you would never do that with a guy or you told me that, you know, that this is important to you and you don't want to cross that boundary and maybe they'll reinforce that and a good friend will tell you what's up and they will help you to keep those boundaries in place. And I think that's super, super important. So they respect that independence and that privacy for you. The last thing, which I think is just very obvious and kind of just sums up this entire thing is that they care about you. A trait of a healthy relationship is that they truly care about you. It's so simple and it's so obvious, but it is the core of every healthy relationship. When you care about someone, you want them to be happy. You want them to be safe. You want them to be loved. When you care about someone, you don't talk negatively about them behind their back because you would never want to hurt them. And when someone cares about you, 
then it's obvious. There's a huge difference between you're cool and I like hanging out with you versus I truly care about you. And that goes back to the original statement that I made about how people stay in relationships or friendships because there's something that, you know, first off attracted you to this person. It's intriguing about that person. That person has this certain personality trait that you admire. This person has, you know, this different way of looking at life and that's really cool and awesome. But like after a little bit, when you get friends, friends with that person or you get in a relationship with that person, that care, feeling, feeling truly, truly cared for is that key that really just catapults a relationship from being just an immature, you know, oh yeah, we're friends type of deal to being like, this person is really special. They care about me. They care about if I'm safe and loved and trusted and all of these things, and you want to be that for somebody as well, you want to, for your relationships, you want to make sure that you're showing that you care for them because you may, you may definitely care for them. But if you don't show that through that thoughtfulness and they, they might not really know that. And I've been in relationships before where it was just like, do you care about me? I know you do because you say you do, but there's some things that, you know, make me question whether or not you do. And you never want to be that person in a relationship. All these things, they sound like a lot of effort. And, you know, we can get so, so, so focused on ourselves and what we're after and what we're doing and what future we're chasing and what things we want to accomplish. We forget just how important relationships are. Good, healthy, loving relationships are amazing and really sometimes hard to come by. A lot of breakups or friendships ending are because people just don't have the knowledge or, you know, they don't have the experience on how to treat people and they don't really care enough to put in the effort. But when you do, relationships should be so amazing. Honestly, the longer that I was reading these and I was writing these all out and I was thinking about just like how important these are, you know, how important it is to feel loved and to feel listened to and to feel, you know, valued and respected in a relationship with friends and everything. I texted my friend, a really good friend of mine, and I was like, hey, I'm writing this podcast episode and it just continuously reminded me of you, like of how sweet and how amazing you are and how much I truly genuinely enjoy our friendship. I truly genuinely think that you like show all these qualities and it's so, so, so nice because I don't think that you know when I was younger I don't think that I had a lot of friendships that showed all of these things you know that were completely clear and honest with me that were you know hey I care about you so I'm gonna show you you know that I care about you or hey I care about you so I'm gonna tell you what I think that you should do I'm gonna challenge you in this I'm gonna you know reinforce your boundaries whenever you may not you know, want to reinforce them yourself when you're wavering a little bit, when you're, you know, I want to be your support system. I want to be that shoulder you can cry on if you need it. I'm going to be empathetic towards you. You know, all those things that I just mentioned, like how important it really can be, not only for a young adult, not only for somebody who's going through struggles within their life, somebody who's married, how important it is to have a friend like that when you're married to, to say, Hey, like, you know, I just would love somebody to make me feel, you know, supported and loved and cared for and all this stuff or like how important it is that your husband is all those things and how important it is that when you give yourself to somebody to be loved and respected and to be vulnerable with somebody, how you want to be able to trust that person and care for them as well. On that note, I want to end this to help you guys to maybe get out of an unhealthy relationship or friendship 
or to appreciate yours more. You know, maybe you're thinking about a relationship that you've had. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's just think about this and think maybe this person that I'm in a relationship with or this person that I'm friends with, like they don't really listen to me when I'm talking to them. Okay, that's what, let's talk about that. Let's see if they fix that. Let's see if they work on that. Oh, I don't really feel like they're being that thoughtful with me. I don't really feel like I'm valued or respected in this relationship. You know, some of those things like truly can go unnoticed if you're not really noticing exactly what it is. If you don't claim, if you don't call it by a name, sometimes it can go unnoticed or you can say like, there's something off, but I don't necessarily know what that is. And so that's why I kind of wanted to point these different traits out for you so you can see, okay, so when that thing isn't in place, when they aren't a good listener, then these are some of the bad things that can happen. And so this is why it's so important to be a good listener. And like I said, some people just don't have the knowledge or the ability or any of the you know, experience in their own life to show these things. So sometimes you have to be that person to say, hey, I don't really feel like when I'm talking to you, you listen to me. And they just be like, okay, yeah, like, you know what, you're right. I feel like I've gotten a little bit into a routine and I'm going to try, you know, better in that. I don't think it's necessarily like you read these and they're not perfectly all 10 on the list and so you dump them. That's not how it is. Or you, you know, stop being friends with them. That's not the point of this at all. The point is so that you guys can see good, good, healthy habits that will help a relationship to last. And then you can start to incorporate them and reinforce them within your own relationship. And so again, maybe this is your sign to get out of an unhealthy relationship or a friendship, or it's the, on the opposite spectrum is to appreciate yours more. Or even to point out a weak spot within yourself. Maybe you don't really show one of these 10 traits. And I think it's, you know, not necessarily like this horrible thing. It's not at all. It's just something that we need to work on as as young adults. I'm assuming that majority of these people that listen to my podcast are young adults. And if you're on a young adult, I hope you can still get something out of the podcast for sure. But as a young adult myself, some of these things I haven't mastered whatsoever and I don't consistently show them. But when I am in a relationship and when I and doing research like this and talking about it and, you know, pointing out what those things are. I want to definitely show them more frequently. And so maybe you want to point out a weakness within yourself and then try to work on that as well. So maybe you aren't like that great of a listener, or maybe you aren't as intentional as you want to be within your relationships. I challenge you to show your appreciation to those people in your life who are your support system. Like I said, I texted that friend of mine and I definitely want to text, you know, some other really important people in my life and how maybe I don't hang out with them every single day. But when I do, I do feel listened to, respected, valued, love, all those things. And if you can't find a relationship that shows you all those things, trust me when I tell you that you will. There are some great people out there in the world and there are some great people that you can become friends with that you can meet, maybe even date them like but there are some really awesome people in the world and you really need to be loved and respected in a relationship and cared for because if you aren't, then, you know, you're going to, you're going to lose a little bit of respect for yourself. You're going to lose a little bit of value within yourself because you're going to feel like, oh, well, if they don't value me, then why should I value myself? And that's just something that is very commonly done within, again, like I said, young adults where people just, if I'm not really valued, then, you know, I'm not valued. That's just how it is. And so I'm going to close with this. I'm going to stop talking about this, but I'm going to close with this. What a good relationship should do for you. Make you feel loved. Make you feel cared for. Make you look at the world in a different way. Teach you about yourself and the world. 
help you to treat people with respect, make you feel empowered, remind you just how awesome and unique you are, feel supported, have fun, laugh, smile more, and broaden your horizons. Those are all things that a good relationship should do for you. And that includes, like I said, friendships as well. And a lot of this, when I was reading it, I felt like it related more to friendships more than anything. But a relationship should start out as a friendship. You know, you should really be able to be good friends with that person. And if you can be good friends with them and then the romantic side comes later on in their relationship, then I definitely feel like a friendship should make you feel all those things as well. All right, guys, that's the end of the podcast episode. I hope you liked it. Um, Leave a five-star review. Do the rate review on Apple Podcast. And don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at heartmindandsoulpod. And we have some really exciting stuff coming up for the website. So the link is in my podcast Instagram for that. And then, you know, there's a blog post. There's the advice column. Do not forget to submit your advice column questions. I got a few the other day and it was really exciting because I was like, ah, I already have my guest ready who I'm going to you know, answer all the advice columns with. So don't forget to do that. If you can't figure out the link on the website, don't worry about it. You can always email us at hmspod at gmail.com or you can also just send me a DM. I'll save it in my notes and you know, in my little file for all the advice questions. So I'm very excited for this. I hope you guys enjoy your week and happy Monday. All right, bye.